On Monday, August 8th, Tall Can Audio hits 1,000 episodes. Wait, that's still on? Who could possibly still care? And the gang is all here to celebrate. It's euphoric. It's got to be close to Nirvana. It's outstanding. For the first time ever, Maddie, Michaela, Rob, and Matt are all live in studio together. It's happening, you guys! It's happening! Oh my god! Oh my god! I wish you all were here! Is this likely to go well? Just check my notes here. No! At least it will make a lot of noise. Boom. Here comes the boom. A thousand pods and a thousand pints. I don't think I've ever been as proud in my entire life. TCA 1000 drops Monday, August 8th, wherever you find low-quality podcasts. Fuck, it's out of control. Shit. You're listening to Tall Can Audio, Canada's number one craft beer-fueled sports show. I will give you a show like you have never, ever seen before. Why? Because I can. Here's your host. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Matt Robinson. What's happening, everybody? Welcome inside an impromptu edition of the Tall Can Audio podcast. We only turn to one place when they're impromptu. A guy who uh, is really the one who's just most likely to answer my text messages, I guess. Matty Lang's here. How you doing today, man? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Uh, I guess I got to turn learn how to turn those notifications off like everybody else. <laughs> Seriously, something bad goes on or it's late or whatever. I text Matty. Matty's got to learn to just leave his phone in his pocket. But uh, we thought we would just throw out something quick here. This wasn't really on the agenda, obviously, because quite frankly, I thought I would spend most of this week watching the World Juniors. I wouldn't have time to record. And then uh, all of a sudden, a bit of a wrinkle in that plan. Um, as we sit here right now, uh, we just wanted to comment quickly on the news that the IIHF has canceled the remainder of the World Junior Hockey Championships after a couple of positive tests. Um, you saw it in the pre-tournament a little bit. There was some guys who sat out games and one game even got canceled. Then as we moved through this, you know, a positive test on the Americans or two positive tests on the American team caused them to forfeit. The Czechs then suddenly had one. Uh, then it popped up some on Team Russia. And it was pretty clear, uh, you know, that it was spreading within the uh, the confines. Maddie, at you know, we can kind of get into this a little bit, but at first reaction, I'm sure you're not shocked that uh, it's spread. It's spreading everywhere, but just sort of what's your first blush on seeing this thing get shut down? Man, what, what do we say? It's like, I think we all saw this coming. The point of these tournaments is to have the best of the best participate. And it's very hard to sell people on spending two hours, three hours of your time watching sports when you're not getting that. And I think this is the problem we're going to have with the Olympics coming up to Beijing. This is definitely the problem we've been having with, uh, with the NBA recently. Like I've saved countless hours, not watching the NBA over the last couple of weeks. Right. Uh, Cause I do not need to see Greg Monroe and Isaiah Thomas signed, <laughs> you know, 10 day contracts or Joe Johnson from the big three. Um, you know, if I want to watch the big three, I'll, I'll watch the big three quite frankly. Right. So, um, I, I think we all saw this coming. It's a it's a larger. I mean, a, it's a microcosm of what's going on in the world at at, at large, right? Like, we're in, for those of us listening in Ontario, you know, um, they just announced today that the 
conservative government was going to finally start talking about what the plan is for next Monday uh, when your kids have to go back to school. What's the rush? Um, because, yeah, what's been the rush for the last 10 to 15 days? Nothing yeah. else has really been going on. So, I mean, this is just kind of this microcosm of the of the, the world we're living in where, you know, we're not sure how serious we need to be taking everything anymore because we've been doing it for so long. Um, and we want to sort of kind of move on with the rest of our lives again. But then when people start getting sick, we kind of get nervous about it. And of course, there's the PR component as well. Let's not be crazy. If this was, if these athletes were getting paid, they'd probably continue on. Right. Well, right. I, I, the and they're NBA. adults, right? If they were adults yes. too. Yeah. The, the fact that it's you, junior, there is a PR aspect as you reference yeah. there. You can't have 16-year-old Connor Bedard. You can't be forcing a 16-year-old kid to play, you know, when he can barely, you know, barely legally give consent. Right. You know, it's, it's a bad look for Hockey Canada and, and the World Juniors. So, um, unfortunate because, you know, we're just, the first couple games were always a little silly. I mean, we just had that crazy, you know, the classic game against Austria where you're just <laughs> sure. counting, you know, you're padding your stats. Everybody's trying to break Wayne Gretzky records and stuff like that. Or right. John Tavares records in one game. <laughs> <laughs> which is you know silly in itself yep but we're just getting up to you know the point where i think new year's eve where most canadian fans start to take it a little more serious mm-hmm. you're getting the you're getting the big matchups and we're getting ready for the medal round so um it, it's, it's sad for those kids too who you know it's, for a lot of them it's their lifelong goal yep and it's as high right, as some then, of them ever get right like for sure some of them never you know maybe have a cup of coffee in the pros or whatever this is as high as a lot of them get to go I wonder what you think of, because I am seeing, you know, online and on Twitter, you know, which is obviously notoriously cynical, but you're seeing a lot of, they never, you know, they always should have seen this coming. They never even should have attempted this. It is worth remembering that like 40 days ago, not even, we had one case of this on North American soil. Um, Even when the athletes were starting to arrive in Alberta in mid-December, it still wasn't what it is now. And as we've gone, we've learned more about it and it has exploded more and more. I don't have a problem with them canceling it once you've seen this get inside your, it's not even a bubble, but the community there into the teams. But I do think it's a little unfair to say they never even should have tried. Do you, where do you say yeah, There's a lot of um, armchair doctors on both sides of yep. Twitter, right? And we know that. And there's definitely the holier than now uh, privileged people who can stay at home yep. and not, not have to leave their houses right? Um, with, you know, the understanding that some people's jobs and et cetera revolve around leaving their houses. Right. And, you know, let's not care ourselves. Professional athletes, not on the top of the list of, you know, jobs that we should really be caring about, but yep. this is what these kids do. Right. Yep. And this is what these organizations do. And for anybody to pretend that, at some point we're not going to try to throw concerts or we're not going to try to have sporting events. You know, they're just being assholes just as much as the people on the other side say, give me my freedom, my guns and no vaccinations. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's just the other side of the coin with it. Right. I mean, and it, it, we just, we couldn't, I guess, and look, people smarter than us or some doctors, maybe there's scientists out there that said we could have seen this coming, but ultimately I don't think we were prepared for how fast this blew up no and and part of that is you know when you talk about reasonable precautions last year this thing was done in a complete bubble right like a lot like the nhl and the nba did earlier on 
And it was, you know, only people who were in the bubble were in the bubble. There was no fans in the building. So there was much lower chance of exposure. When they organized this and they booked hotels and stuff, that's not the world we were living in. The world we were living in saw everyone getting vaccinated. And I mean, Delta was still out there, but this Omicron thing wasn't exploding the way it was. And so they planned this tournament under different conditions than what the tournament ended up getting played under. So, look, there's a lot of room for criticism of the IIHF on a bunch of fronts. I'm not trying to totally shield them. I just think it's a little unfair to say, you know, this wasn't worth trying because as it was being planned this that wasn't the world that we now live in again right and there is there's a happy medium between throwing it all back to day one. Oh my god this is the worst thing ever that's not yeah. where we are anymore but we're also not quite ready to throw the doors open completely there does have to be some middle ground and some appreciation for the fact that we still don't know a lot about this new version and yet it does appear to be more mild but we don't know if it still brings the long covid symptoms yet we don't know you know, there's lots we don't know. And so I, I think they were sort of in a rough spot here to, you know, as they're arriving and setting this thing up and getting ready to fire it up, the numbers are all exploding at the same time. I, yeah, and I, I agree with you 100%. We've been able to see now, you know, an Olympics go through. Mm-hmm. We've been able to see, you know, with, with varying degrees, uh, you know, and, and uh, Paralympics as well. Yep. With varying degrees of like change in athletes village and travel and how many people can come and delegates and all that sort of stuff. And then we've been able to see a European championship in soccer go off without a, a hitch at all. There's been, you know, we're looking at a world now where like, Hey, we can get back to these international tournaments and especially in the context of a short two to three week tournament. Right. It seems a lot easier to get through than, yes. than a full season. Right. Yeah. Look at the NFL, the NHL, whatever you want to use as your example. Baseball was a good example here this year. Yeah, it can be done. Yep. And again, like these people were putting this in place for the last year with contingencies. But when the worst case scenario happens, literally the week that you're opening camps, yeah, there's only, you know, what do people realistically expect them to be doing? You know, one of the things about this tournament is is that it is a cash cow for the IIHF and for Hockey Canada and for TSN, like all these things. If there was any way to responsibly keep going, they would, right? Like they want this to happen. The fact that they have made the right call here and said, we don't know what's about to happen, but we have seen over the last two or three days, it moved through now three or four teams. It's only a matter of time before it gets everyone. Um, What is the integrity of the tournament when everybody starts forfeiting games instead of actually winning and losing them. And what does that do to your playoffs and stuff? You, you just couldn't really keep going here. The The last thing maybe on this is, is we're just going to keep this episode short and uh, you, you and I got a lot more things to get into on new year's Eve. And we'll, we'll do that on uh, like I said, on the next episode. But do you think with the money on the line and everything, you know, shaking loose the way it is, will, they try and move this. And I did see Gord Miller already put out a tweet. I don't know if he's speaking from having spoken to anyone else or it's just his own opinion. He says, play it in June. Um, I, if you play it in June, you have to move, I think, because you do have to allow, quite frankly, for the possibility that the Edmonton Oilers could be playing in the Stanley Cup final in June. Right? <laughs> it, it, I, I get it. I get it. Hey, listen to this guy. Eh? But you got to get out 20, of an NHL 20, building, I think. 2022. The year of the Oiler, man. The year of the jokes on Talcan Audio coming back. Here we go. We're but, moving over to the comedy network. But you can see 
if you didn't, like you just go, yeah, Edmonton's going to do this in June. This would be the year that Edmonton arrives and their own building is booked for something else, right? Like you would have to, if you're going to reschedule it for June, get out of an NHL building, I would think. Um, there has been talk because of the uproar and, and rightfully so over the cancellation of the women's under 18 uh, USA hockey. And uh, there's actually been an association in Ontario as well. have put it offers like saying, we'll host it. Like we'll deal with it. Um, yes. So like these things can still happen. Do you expect that they might try and pull this off again down the road to recoup some of that money? Or would you just let it die this year? Say we tried and we'll see you next year. <sighs> Ooh, good question. Um, I could see them trying to recoup some cash, obviously, especially with it being TSN. Yeah. You know, they, they don't really don't have much to play during the summer anyway. So, and they don't um, have Stanley sure cup playoff rights either. That's all on Sportsnet, yeah. So they might actually yeah. like having something to go up against that. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure they would like something, um, give them something to talk about, get some, something to put on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'd be as interested, you know, um, yeah. I even woke up on, christmas or not christmas day boxing day this year and my family we were talking about it i said you know i I know everybody loves when it's here in north america Mm -hmm. but i prefer it to be in europe yeah and of course those morning games and yeah you get the 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 cross-eyed looks and i'm like because i want to wake up and eat breakfast and watch hockey right Right. (laughs) i don't i don't want an 8 30 p.m game for the next two weeks right like yeah i want this to be in the morning when we can enjoy it when we're off and we're all on vacation and it's something different for the family. Well, to I said do. somebody a few minutes ago, I'm suddenly going to notice that the Leafs haven't been playing for the last like week or two, right? Like when oh, I'm looking God, for yeah. something at night to watch and there's no hockey, all of a sudden, like, hey, where the, where's the NHL gone? Where have you guys been? Yeah. And he, you know, I got to be honest, it's rare that any of us are sitting here going, well, you know, the NHL seems to be handling this the best. <laughs> but the NHL is the one league right now just saying, okay, yes, we're taking it team by team basis, but we're just shutting games down yeah you know we're just shutting games down we'll make them up somewhere we're going to make them up in the olympics right now we're going to make them up somewhere right we got the raptors writing out guys that you know who were on the ymca court 25 minutes ago (laughs) because the nba is forcing them to play with two nba like you know contract players yeah because you know the show must go on meanwhile can you imagine now, Golden State, just as this whole thing was blowing up, and the Raptors had most of their team, but Golden State was here just before Christmas. Tickets like start at 200 bucks for right. Golden State Warriors coming to town. Yeah. And you didn't have one of your starting five players in the lineup <laughs> on Golden State. Well, I was laughing. And, you know, you want to tell me like that's supposed to be okay to these families that spent $1,000 to take their kids to go see yeah. Steph Curry? And I know, you know, injuries happen, obviously, but when your entire starting five isn't even showing well, was up. Was it not the Broncos last protocols? year who had to play with no quarterback? Like they just yeah. had nobody available. I was laughing a week or two ago. We talked about it on the show, the Brooklyn Nets having to like at one point you're talking about Kyrie, like he's a selfish teammate. He's a terrible. And at the end of like the, he might be the call Kyrie. He's all we got left, right? Like yeah, yeah. Here, get the unvaccinated guy. <laughs> yeah. And, well, you know what you're, you're saying about uh, the Broncos last year. I, for whatever reason, was clearly bored and watched Monday Night Football uh, this week. It was the Dolphins against the Saints. Yeah. Oh, God, the Saints. <laughs> and God bless any of you who kept up with that game like I did. 
the Saints were using their sixth string quarterback. Like they had already called Drew Brees back from last year and said, he hey, took reps with way? the Blue Bombers this year, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying like, you know, Bo Levi Mitchell's not available. Like, like, we can't get him in right now. He's got to be better than this kid right now. <laughs> I don't want to keep you too long here, so let me just put this back to you one more time. Not whether or not you would do it. Will the IIHF and TSN get oh, this God, thing you know, going? You know they're going to do it. You know they're going to do it. Maybe you move it to like I, Saskatoon or somewhere where it's yeah. a good size yeah. community, but not an NHL community. Yeah, and there's still, still, still some snow. Yeah, there's still some probably, snow on yeah. the ground in June. <laughs> yeah, you know. We can get Brent Butt out there or something. But you are very right with what you said that, but even interest level, right? Like in June, I'm maybe I'm watching playoff hockey, and there is something to be said for the family element to the holiday element that's part of the tradition yeah. here. I think people will still Definitely. watch it, but it won't be what it, it typically is. I don't think. Yeah, like you know, call me when it's you know the quarterfinal game, right? Right. Type of thing for 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 me mostly, or you yep. know, might want to see what a Connor Bedard does or um, Owen Power. Sure. Um, uh, and okay, am I the only one who's pretty sure that Owen Power is actually like 27 years he, old? He absolutely, you know, we used to give the Russians Look shit for up. showing up with first, like with weird birth certificates and whatever. That guy looks like he's 24 years old for sure. <laughs> 100%. I took one look at him and I said, doesn't he look like Andrew Garfield when he was trying to be Spider-Man in high school? <laughs> like, this guy's 32 years old. Don't lie to me. Look at this kid. Yeah. No, he looked and even like a like a Chris Pronger or something, right? Like just yeah. what what's happening here? What happened to that guy? Um, so. Look, we'll keep this one short. We just wanted to to comment on the fact that they have shut it down. It is a shame. You do feel for all those kids who who worked yeah. hard and uh, to get this opportunity, and you know may never get another opportunity quite like it. You also feel for the grown ass men who just wanted to sit around and drink beer and watch this thing for the rest <laughs> of their uh, their week off or whatever was going on. Um, TSN, feel for you having to find God knows what's going to happen. Uh, maybe six or seven hours over the next few days of predicting the 2026 Olympic men's hockey roster. Uh, they have hours to <laughs> fill. We'll be getting the Tostitos Bowl or something here on uh, on TSN doing a little filler. But Maddie, I appreciate you stepping in. We will be talking to you again on New Year's Eve, so uh, we'll keep this one short. But uh, thanks for jumping in, man. Always, buddy. Talk soon. All righty. That was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire inside a train wreck. It was a disgrace. Thanks for listening. You can get more TCA at tallcanaudio.com or by searching Tall Can Audio on your favorite podcast app.